everyone and welcome to another Game Actor Quick Look. Today, or just a couple of days ago in fact, we were a bit late to filming, was a special day particularly for Denmark. And a lot of you international viewers out there might be thinking, well, it's not special for us. But it was special for Denmark because HomePods were officially launched here. And that means that we finally got sent over review units of both the HomePod Mini. I actually had an HomePod Mini already because I had imported one. Um, that's how special I am. Um, but we regularly got them on the official Danish market, meaning that they are now launched and meaning that Siri here is now a proper home assistant in the same vein that Google Assistant was here beforehand. Now we've been able to use Siri for years and years to do things from our phones, but we haven't actually been able to use her or him as part of a home smart home setup. So it's actually quite a big leap for Apple to launch the HomePods, which is sort of the entryway into the smart home, but like guided by Apple. So we've had HomeKit here, but without a proper smart speaker to control all of that, what really is the point? So this is the second review unit. I actually had and have had a HomePod at home for a couple of days now, and I have some thoughts, but let's just quickly go over some of the basic specifications that you would be purchasing a HomePod for. So this is 299 USD. It's 2.3 kilograms. It is a bit smaller than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was larger, but then again, I haven't seen a HomePod in the flesh until now. It has a four inch high incursion woofer alongside five horn loaded tweeters. It has Bluetooth 5, AirPlay 2. The touch panel up on top does a variety of different things. So you basically know this already. If you've seen something like a Sonos or the way that they put touch sensitive sensors in like a Google Nest or something like that. It is essentially a plus and minus for audio up and audio down. You can play pause by just pressing in the middle. And if you hold your finger there, it will activate Siri. Um, so you can give her a smart home command. Um, the thing is, I've actually had quite a good sort of couple of days with Siri as a smart home assistant, asking her what the weather's gonna be like, turning lights on and off, different automation processes that I have in my home, such as starting the robot vacuum cleaner. Those kind of things work really well, particularly if you check beforehand what supports HomeKit and what does not. Building the Apple Home in the Apple Home app is actually a lot better than Google Home. It's just a nicer user interface. You get to where you need to go quicker and particularly with lights. There are so many nice built-in shortcuts there, particularly just having all of the stuff around you on the notification shade when you pull it down. That's called control center on an iPhone, but you get the idea. Now there is one flaw as far as I can tell, which is the, the initial recognition of your voice to begin a query. That seems really like advanced, but it's really not. It is just basically me saying from across a room, hey Siri and then hearing the little plunk, which initiate me being able to give her or him a command. That, I feel like, has been very spotty so far. So much so that I've been able to, on, on different occasions, go up, put my finger on it, and then giving her the command that I want, such as turn off the lights in the living room or turn on the TV. It basically does all of that. And once, it's really weird because once she gets what I need her to do, she does it immediately and she does it a lot faster than the Google Assistant, mind you. But getting her to respond and getting her to accept the query from me has been surprisingly hard. And I'm kind of waiting for some follow-up information or feedback from Apple as to why that could be. But 
so far a fantastic sounding speaker which punches well above its size. What I haven't been able to do yet is test it as home cinema speakers. You can pair them seamlessly with an Apple TV 4K and have them run your TV. That sounds really cool. And by the way, you don't necessarily need to only use the Apple TV 4K. If you pair them up through the Apple TV 4K, you can basically use them for your PS5 or your Xbox Series or your Chromecast for that matter. So really looking forward to test it. But so far, it seems like a really good foray into smart speaker territory for Apple. I hope they stick with it because for iPhone and iPad users, there's a lot of good stuff here. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.